another Political Yeti's politi- Politics podcast. Here's author, journalist, podcaster and father, James Miller. Hello, yes, I'm James Miller and this week I am delighted to be joined again uh, for the first time in a while by my excellent co-hosts, tidy co-hosts, Josie, hello. Hello. And Clem, hello. Hello. And our guest this week, putting herself forward to be quizzed by um, me, these two, one of whom is uh, rustling his sweetie papers quite loudly, <laughs> is SNP MP for Aberdeen North. Oh, and you nearly forgot I my constituency. I just had a sudden Ooh. weird thing going, is it safe? And uh, deputy leader of the uh, Westminster group here, it's Kirsty Blackman. Hi James, nice to see you, and um, lovely to see your two co-hosts. Uh, lots of changes since you were last on. Uh, we've got changes. You were not deputy leader of the Westminster group last time you were on the, po- on the podcast. Was but you got not? elected that very day. Oh goodness, uh, yes. And you were six last time you were on the podcast, Ben. And now you are... Mm-hmm. Seven. And you have the first question, which is a fairly, fairly obvious one, maybe not asked enough. Why do you want um, Scotland to be its own country? Why do I want Scotland to be its own country? Well, Scotland is its own country. Um, but my problem is the fact that we've got the Westminster Parliament that um, tells Scotland what to do in a lot of things. And quite often for Scotland, Scotland might vote for SNP MPs or Scotland might vote for Labour MPs. But because England and Wales combined are much bigger than Scotland, if they vote for Conservative MPs, then we end up with a government that we didn't vote for. Um, so for me, I would like Scotland to get the government that it votes for. I would like Scotland to have people in charge of Scotland that want to do the best thing for Scotland. Um, and I think it would be much better for everybody in Scotland if that's what, what happens. And actually, Scotland sometimes wants different things to England. Um, and if we have people in charge of Scotland that are making decisions on what Scotland wants, then they'll be doing good things for the people of Scotland. Because here's the thing from these guys' point of view, um, we're going to pick up Nanny from King's Cross Station. She lives in Scotland with our granddad. Um, and if Scotland was another country, she'd have to bring her passport, wouldn't she? Mm. I mean, that's the, you know, you're sitting here with two children whose grandparents live in Scotland. You would be putting a barrier into their family. Putting a barrier into their family. Well, um, she might have to bring her passport. She might not. I'd hope that she didn't, because actually going across the border is pretty easy. It's the same as if you go across the border in Ireland. Um, they are <laughs> At the moment. Northern Ireland, uh, <laughs> Northern Ireland and Ireland are two different countries, but they've got an agreement in place where um, there's a common travel area. Um, and so people can travel across the border without the need for, for showing a passport. And you could quite easily have the same deal. I mean, it would make a lot of sense, because there's a lot of Scots come to England, there's a lot of English people come to Scotland. Um, so it would make a huge amount of sense if we had a situation where people could go across the border fairly easily. Uh, are you convinced? Um, slightly more, yeah. Oh, what were you, why were you not convinced before? Well, before I didn't, I didn't know why um, they wanted to be a different country, because there wasn't a big reason. But I see why they, they're wanting it now. Okay. Uh, Glenn, do you think Scotland should be a se- separate country? Or uh, an independent country? No? Why not? You can't, you can't shake your head on the podcast. You've got to say no. Uh, why not? I don't really want there to be a barrier between Lanny and Bob. Yeah, a border. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the problem, isn't that? I mean, that's the thing. You're talking about it as a sort of, uh, you know, a democratic and practical thing. But there's an emotional thing as well. It's about families and, you know, there's lots of... Have you got family in England? Yes. 
Um, I mean, you know, but I don't think that, I mean, I would still live 500 miles from them. There would still, you know, we would still be exactly the same distance apart. Yeah. Um, that would not change in any way. They would not, they wouldn't be any further away. Um, it's just that my government would be responsible for um, taking all of the decisions for my country. Um, and their government would be responsible for taking all the decisions for their country. And actually, in terms of democracy, it would benefit the people of England and Wales as well, because they would get what they voted for too. Very occasionally it's been the case that the Scotland vote has tipped it and has meant that there's a different government mm-hmm. from what, you know, um, what people in England voted for, or what you know, a lot of people in England voted for. Scotland put so. Clement Attlee out of business. And <laughs> they did? Yeah, I, I there don't you go. know. Clement Attlee? Former Prime Minister lost because Scotland voted Tory. And you know, that's not getting mad now. Yeah. <laughs> and so it would be better for everybody if people in England were able to focus on making things better for people it in England. Scotland couldn't, like, say, couldn't put someone out because they were not voting for that. What do you mean? Scot- it would be hard. Scotland couldn't put if Clement Attlee was Prime Minister, Yes. and Scotland were their own country, they couldn't put him out. Well, that's true. Maybe, yeah. maybe Clement Attlee would be Prime Minister today if it hadn't, if yeah. Scotland had been independent in 1950 or 51, or 51, wasn't it? Um, probably not, because he's, like, dead. But um, apart from that minor problem, um, you wanted to ask something about independence, Josie, didn't you? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, would um, your opinion change... If you like lived full time in London, and you came from London, no, I don't think it would. In fact, particularly in London, I don't think it would, because people in London didn't support Brexit, just the same as people in Scotland didn't support Brexit. And I know that people in London would like to have what they voted for, um, and you know I think people in London would probably like other people to have what they voted for as well. Mm. So Scotland voted to stay in the European Union. Um, pretty significantly, so 62% of Scotland voted to stay in the European Union, mm-hmm. which is quite a lot. Yeah. Um, and the same in, in London, people in London voted to stay in, in the European Union as well. Um, and I think both of us, both London and Scotland, feel like they haven't got what they voted for. Yeah. Um, and so I think if I was in London, I would feel that you know, if, if people in Scotland can, can do that, if they can have the ability to get what they voted for, then that would be a good thing. What have you lived in Northumbria? If I lived in Northumbria? Yeah, quite close to the border. Would you still support Scottish independence, do you think? Yeah, I, I don't see, I don't see the, the downsides for people in England in supporting Scottish independence. Um, I, you know, I, the SNP have got a lot of members in London, for yes. example, um, that support Scottish independence. I think it would be better for everybody. And actually, I think you've got a situation where the relationship is... Um, sometimes can be f- not very good between Scotland and England. They can they can argue sometimes because we're not happy of things being done to us. But if we were an independent country, we'd be able to have more grown up conversations with England because and with Westminster because they wouldn't be telling us what to do. Mm-hmm. Talking of grown ups, you had another question, didn't you, Dirty? Um, do your children support um, your beliefs in um, children? in um, Scotland being its own country? Um, my children are quite little, so they're six and four, so it's something that we've spoken about a fair bit. Um, we've spoken about it, about um, what, what I was saying to you, about um, people getting told what to do and about Scotland not always getting what it, what it votes for, um, and my kids are, are quite happy to, um, to agree with that. 
Um, but actually, um, my kids have been out and delivered leaflets for the SNP and they've come and uh, uh, leafleting is quite good fun, actually. Um, and the, my boy especially loves to chat to people. So he's come door knocking with me quite a lot. Um, and he's come out campaigning for us. And I don't think he does that because of the Scottish independence thing. He likes doing it because he likes the people that he's campaigning for. So he's come out and knocked doors um, with me when I'm standing for election, but he's also come out and knocked doors for, for other people. So um, Callum McCaig, who was the MP for Aberdeen South, my kids love Callum McCaig and they were very keen to get him re-elected. So they were out delivering leaflets for Callum because they want to get him re-elected. Should have stayed at home and watched the BBC, shouldn't they? Because, you know, <laughs> fat lot of good it did. I'm sure the campaigning got us, got us more votes than we would have got if we hadn't campaigned. Um, that sounds like indoctrination. Indoctrination? Yeah. So How um, does that fit? What, at what point do you... You know, with regards to clearly, you pass on your beliefs to your children. Mm-hmm. Everybody does. You, do you have concerns about? You know, would you be comfortable to raise them as nationalists, or do you raise them as children who will question things and you hope will come to nationalism I, independently? No, I yeah, I'm not raising them as nationalists. I talk I talk to them about my beliefs, and just the same as I would with religion. So um, when we're talking about religion, um, I talk about how some people believe this and some people believe that, and other people believe this, and once you're big enough to make your own decision, then you can choose um, what, which thing you, you want to believe. It's the same as, I bet, I bet your kids um, have um, maybe not typical views about what boys and girls should do. Um, and is that, is that indoctrination, mean, James? Typical. Well, do you think girls should wear pink and ride horses and you know they can they have to and do you do you think boys should you know only play football and not be allowed to to and uh, but where did they get those views are they your views yeah well that's what i'm saying of course you but (laughs) that's because it it has got a book about it it's an excellent book it's very good but that's because my views are right so obviously i i pass on my views to my children because they're correct I mean, you know, are you, I'm right about that boys and girls thing, aren't I? <laughs> I think you're. I think you're right about the boys and girls thing. Absolutely. Um, but uh, what I'm saying is that everybody thinks that their views are right. So to a certain extent, they're passed on to their children. Yeah, but mine actually are right. That's the difference. And so are mine. Uh, <laughs> what if What if your children grow up to be Tories? What if my children grow up to Tories? I, to be Tories, I don't think it's likely. Um, well, then clearly you're not giving them this uh, totally. I know they can then. choose. They can choose to be be Tories if they desire, but I would be quite disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. What what else did we have on our list of questions? Where do um, we want to go? Uh, I know Clem's got a question. Why don't we go for that one, Clement? On Clem wants to talk about international affairs. Is there one? What's the one thing you don't like about Donald Trump? What's the one thing I don't <laughs> like about Donald Trump? One's so one. many things. But one you'd like. Yeah, you got to choose one. one. They choose the biggest, biggest thing. Thing that you really hate about. That's why it's a good question. Do you don't like his hair. You don't like his hair. I don't like the fact that he seems to think he's better than everybody else. So he seems to look down on people that are not as rich as him or not as um, male as him or not as white as him. He seems to look down on people that are not um, like him. And I don't like that. I don't like the fact he's sexist and he's got a sister. And he says he says he says boys are better than girls and he's got a sister. Have you got a sister? I thought 
Yeah. I never That's what I saw on TV. Oh, I, I never knew that. I don't know if it's true, oh, but I, I think, think it is. Loads of trumps. Hmm? <laughs> I don't like he does loads of trumps. <laughs> I don't know if he does do lots of trumps. I think that's just his name. But, you know, maybe he does. He must do as many as anybody else. He's the same as everyone else, I suppose, if you want to go down that route. That he became... That someone called Donald Trump became the president. And then he starts doing That his name is Trump. Well, yeah. Is his name Trump, though? um, What's his background? I know he's got a Scottish grandmother. Yeah. Surely. Yeah. Yeah. But really, if you were going to choose your own name, you wouldn't choose Trump. Exactly. So it must be his actual name. But oh, is it? Oh, I don't. I could be wrong. Is he not? Are they not? I mean, everybody, everybody to <laughs> America. Hello, everybody. My name's Donald. Oh, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> He's the most powerful man in the world. He might, he might set the spies on you if you go around it's mocking him like that. He's not going to be listening to this. Well, it might do. I'll at him. I'll at him on Twitter. Let's see if we can get him to listen to. It. That'd be great. We get a lot of listeners if we manage that. Do you want to ask your Trump question? If yeah. since we're on um, it. If you met, if you met Trump. What was the first thing that you that you try and bring up in your conversation? Because that could happen. Because Donald Trump has a golf course in Scotland, which is not far from your constituency, right? Yeah, it's not far from my constituency. It's a bit, a little bit further north. So you could just bump into him, and then what would you say? I don't know. I think there's so many things I want to say. I don't like Trump. I don't like you. They say hi, Trump. Let's do a load of Trumps. <laughs> no, I. Uh, you know what? I can't do Trumps with without you know I can't just plan it and have it happen that's yeah. not how it works mm. no um, um, but I would probably talk to Donald Trump about how selfish he is in a bad way or um, just like you know do you want to change your mood or change it now I, I, what I might do is say to him could you stay off Twitter for a while because you know you're causing international incidents on Twitter um, but Donald Trump's a politician now right so he's the president um and he's never been a politician before and in this place in the house of commons even the people that i really don't like or don't agree with um they have all done things in their lifetime that's to make things better for other people so they are all trying or almost all trying to make things better for other people donald trump's never tried to make things better for other people he's only ever tried to make things better for himself um so i i don't know how i would raise that with him what are you whispering about like, I, I, there's a riddle Yeah. that goes, um, the red man lives in the red house, the blue man lives in the blue house, the green man lives in the green house, so who lives in the white house? Uh-huh. And then everyone says, the president, yeah. and I say, nope, it's a big selfish hairy monster. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's very meta. That's a great yeah, riddle. Yeah, isn't it? has got children who are slightly younger than you two, um, but you wanted to ask something about that, didn't you, Jeffrey? Oh, yeah. Um... Are you used to like being away from your children, or do you still kind of struggle? It's still really difficult. So usually I come to London on a Monday and go home on a Thursday. That's what happens most weeks. And I hate Sunday nights. So Sunday night, usually I put the kids to bed, and then I think, I better pack my stuff for going to London. And then I sit and play with my phone and you know do anything other than pack my stuff because I'm miserable because I've got to get on a plane the next day um, so yeah I don't I don't like it. it's not nice we do um, use FaceTime quite a lot um, we chat on the phone quite a lot but like yesterday yesterday I was in meetings from half past three in the afternoon right through until half past ten at night so I didn't get a chance to phone them and say goodnight um, so I miss getting to do things like that sometimes, which is, is rubbish. But 
you know what, if I wasn't doing this job, somebody else would have to do this job. Yeah. And I would rather that there were people in the House of Commons that are parents, um, rather than none of them, because I think it makes for the House of Commons being a better place. But yeah, it's not fun, it's hard work. And I've got to be incredibly organised. So we've got to make sure, like, my little boy goes to Beavers, and he has got a badge that needs sewn onto his jumper, and my husband is rubbish at sewing. So I have to, at some point, He's very good at lots of other things. Um, so I'm rubbish at sewing as well. <laughs> I sewed a nameplate on Josie's coat once. Okay, People actually went, who did this? And I worked my dad. So I need to, at some point when I'm at home in Aberdeen, remember that I need to sew this thing on. Um, because it's not like I can suddenly go on a Wednesday night, oh, he's got beavers, quick, get this sewn on, because I won't be there on a Wednesday night. Uh, um, would you like it if your mum or dad went away on a Monday morning and you didn't see them no, again until obviously. Thursday? No? No. Oh, I'd hate it. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Be different, wouldn't it? But yeah, be, it's yeah. would. You get used to it. You get them at the yeah. weekends, and you're at school most of the week anyway, so you yeah. mean. But, but then. It wouldn't be horrible. It wouldn't be like the worst thing in the whole world. No, the but worst thing in the whole world. And we, we do have recess, so, you yeah. know, we're, only, we're here 35 weeks a year, which is just kind of. Um, two-thirds of the year, something like that. Mm. Um, so we do have time that we're in Aberdeen. I mean, we still work, but yeah. you know, at least I get home at night. Yeah. One of the things I'm saddest about is I'm going to be missing Halloween. Uh, um, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Getting dressed up and going out in costumes is amazing in Aberdeen. Um, and I'm really sad I'm going to miss it. Uh, yeah, because it's a big deal in Scotland. It's properly, yeah. done properly in Scotland, I would suggest, because I was raised there, but... Um, yeah. I don't really go for this trick or treating thing. What do you mean? Well, because, well, because what, like in, in England, well, yeah, there's bobbin for apples. In England, it's all been imported from America, so it's trick or treat. So you just turn up at the doors and say, give us some candy. candy. Yeah, exactly. Whereas in Scotland, I don't know if it's the same, maybe it's changed in recent years, but you go guising, so you have to do something for, yeah. your, for your, I, you know, there's an exchange going on here. Nobody right? who comes to my door gets a sweet unless they do a poem or a song or yeah. something like that. Or a joke. Or a joke. Yeah. We got quite a lot of really cool jokes last year. Um, like? I can't remember. <laughs> it's really bad. I should have been prepared with a Halloween joke for you. Somebody had a joke. One of you two had a joke lined up for trick or treat. Was it you? What's your joke? Oh, are you? Girls, why did the dog? Why did the dog cross the road? Why did the dog cross the road? Oh, I know. Because it was the chicken's tail. That's right. <laughs> yes. That's a good one. Um, what are your kids dressing up as? One of them is dressing up as a vampire, and the other one is dressing up as a witch. Okay. Um, I'm a ghost. The vampire has a scythe, and the witch has a trident. Um, because because that's what you have kicking around the house, or they that's what they actually wanted. They wanted a scythe wanted. and a trident. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm going to bring an old black whip. And my granny came around the other day for Ted's birthday. And she gave me this headband. And it's got two, um, like, um, pom poms on it. One big one, one small one, in a spider shape. And it's got loads of bits sticking off. So I just thought I might as well just wear black with that on my head. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, Spidery, what are you going to wear, Clem? A sheet. He's a sheet. I'm being a ghost. She's going to wear a sheet over my head. Old school. Old school. We've been saving the sheet for about a year, haven't we? Because last year you said I could be a ghost test. Yes, that's mm -hmm. nice and easy. Get an old sheet, whack it over your head. I might, I might change it and just be like, like a island. box troll, like get a massive box, cut a hole in it, hole in it, and put it on my head. A box troll is an ace one to go at. Just put it on my head so it goes down to there. I've got a big boxer. I'm the one. Let's finish up with I love your questions, which sounds like. Uh, 
Still haven't revoiced that. Um, after that was quite from my, po- my first podcast. That's right? right, yes, it was. It was when Sarah we were on with Champion. Sarah Champion said, I love your questions to you. That's exactly and right. I um, won. You guessed it correctly. You were the I person who guessed, guessed it correctly, it was yes. Champion. That's right. And I won, you know what? I won an amazing prize. Oh, it was yes. a brilliant prize. It was. I'm not allowed to say. I'm not allowed to say the podcast. It's a top secret prize. It is. But it's on my bedside cabinet. Well, Still. good. Pleased to <laughs> hear it. Uh, can you tell us? I'll tell you when, you, when we turn the mic off. Yeah. Uh, they're very rare, though. It's particularly rare now that the uh, podcast logo has changed, as it did shortly after that, uh, for some reason. I have no idea what um, yes, I love your questions. What? Uh, from last week, Ian Murray, uh, Kit Kat obsessed Ian Murray. Um, what's, the, what's the verdict on Kit Kat obsessed Ian Murray? Last time you guys were on the podcast, you were on Ian Murray, and he filled you full of Kit Kats. Kirsty's come up with a Freddo, a Fudge, and a box of Flapjacks. Well, last time he got those ones with four bits in it. Yeah. And he gave us half. Did he? Yeah. You only got half? You yeah. only had to share one? Yeah, only got half, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I think so. That's what I remember. Oh, it sounds like a clear win for Kirsty then, right? Yeah, I think so. I think whoever comes on next with you guys needs to provide even more cakes and biscuits, right? Let's see if we can, see if we can, uh, see if we can ramp it up uh, each time. Even though there weren't children on last week, Ian Murray brought Kit Kats and he is biscuit obsessed. So his question was... Uh, we were talking about Prime Minister's questions. Oh Your gosh. boss, Ian Blackford, didn't have a great week last week, let's be honest. Whichever way you cut it. I wasn't there. Um, yeah, but you, you know it wasn't a great week. Um, you, know, you can't, I mean, you know, whatever you want to, however you want to cut it, he didn't have a great week because he mixed up Brexit and breakfast. Oh and then got told. Really? Yeah. yeah. What, did it, what do you mean he mixed up Brexit? He said breakfast instead of Brexit in his question. Which was, I mean, lots, of people, lots of people have. I can't even remember what his question was oh exactly, but it was about Brexit, but he said breakfast instead. Lots of people have done that, but um, he just happened but to do it in Prime Minister's abused. questions. Um, and then he got told off for going on too long, but um, it was yeah, not. That's like on Strictly, um, Craig was going on and on about the bad things, and Tessa had come and she's like, Craig, um. Yes. And he was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> Strictly is our. Going on and on and on and on. Strictly is our, uh, our main reference point, is it? In fact, that was one of your, your, yeah. your questions I about whether your children... Because <laughs> um, David, who is one of the people, who are um, one of the celebrities, his children are voting for Johnny Peacock, <laughs> not him. Oh, no! <laughs> it's an inspired question. Is Susan Kalman still on it? Yeah, yes. she's still good. Yeah, she's pretty she's good. She's East, isn't she? Mm. Uh, she's quite a good dancer as well, to, to my surprise. I, I think everybody's surprised, yeah. yeah. I've not seen any. I don't I don't really watch TV very much and I don't watch Strictly. Um, yeah. But I like Susan Kalman. She's yeah. great. Children are too young. Give it a year or two, your kids will be all over it, I suspect. She did Wonder Woman. She did, that's right. She, she danced as Wonder Woman. She did Wonder Woman for the movie. Wow. That was quite a thing. Anyway, the question, the, the I love your question question is not to do with Strictly. I love your question question. It is, if Ian Blackford was a biscuit, what sort of biscuit would Ian Blackford be? Wow. Which is the worst biscuit? That's well, that's a bit harsh. He's, he's not the worst bad. thing. He just had a bad week. I suggested a wagon wheel because he's quite round. <laughs> but wagon wheels are nice. That's not, you know. A Jeremy Dodger. Yeah, Jeremy Dodger. A Jeremy Dodger, that's a bit too Because he must be very sticky. Sticky? <laughs> he's got, he's a, got, a, got a gooey centre. I think that's... Possibly true. I don't know. Don't know that. Yes, well. gooey blood. <laughs> I don't know. Something. Um, yeah, filling. <laughs> um, <laughs> on the, on filling. the subject of yeah, just a great something well, because you he's know, substantial. Because he's, uh, no, politically as well. He's a substantial yeah, figure he's politically, right? He's a substantial right? political figure. He's a custard um, cream. 
I like I like flapjacks, but I don't know if they're a biscuit. Um, oh, no, I don't know if that. Clem says not. Why is yeah, a biscuit? Yeah, it's not a biscuit. better than it because it's not made of biscuit. <laughs> That's a good answer. I suppose. Have a biscuit, it's got like oats in them. There are rules on biscuits, aren't they? Biscuits have to be... Because there, there was a famous case about whether a Jaffa cake is a biscuit or a cake. Oh, yeah. They went to court and all sorts. But really? I, can't, I don't know what the rules... Court? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Because you pay different amounts of tax on biscuits to cakes, so... They made a massive Jaffa cake to prove that they were a cake, I think, rather than a biscuit. Yeah. Um, anyway, and that's besides the point. What did it end up? What was the verdict? I think the Jaffa cakes are cakes. I think you pay less tax on cakes well, than you do on biscuits. Why are Jaffa cakes? Yeah, well, yeah. the tax man was at it. Anyway, so what do we think Ian Blackford's substantial Well, he's going to have to be something Scottish. So, oh, yeah. you know, he's going to have to be shortbread. Jeremy Shortbread, um, yeah. Dean's shortbread. Oh, is that from Aberdeen? No, Dean's is from Huntley. Is that in your constituency? No. Oh, okay. Is there any shortbread factories in your constituency? Why I no. hope not, because they're going to be you're going to be in trouble if they're not. There are shortbread factories in my constituency, but Dean's shortbread is very good. Fine, there we go. Uh, Ian Blackford is Dean's shortbread, and hopefully they've got a Twitter account, and we can at them both in this. Um, what's your question for next week? Next week, actually, I haven't confirmed yet, but I think it's going to be uh, that man podcast catnip as he's known, Drew Hendry. Drew Hendry. Yes, is it said he'll do next week. He hasn't actually confirmed yet. I need to do that after we've, we leave this room. Uh, if it is Drew Hendry, or even if it's not, what is your question? For Drew. Um, my question for Drew is, how are you feeling about the football recently? Oh, uh, oh, oh, that's a bit harsh. <laughs> okay. Why is that harsh? Because he supports Inverness Caledonian Thistle, who are not doing very well at the moment. Whereas Kirsty is an Aberdeen fan and they are top of the league. Does he not support Hearts? He does support Hearts, you're right. Who got beaten last night by Hibs. Yes. Ooh. But he has to pay lip service to Inverness Cali because that's in his constituency. I'm, I'm from Aberdeen, everybody from Aberdeen supports Aberdeen. Well, so yeah, it's nice and easy. There's a lot of um, weird heart supporters. Does he support, there's a lot of weird heart supporters in the SNP. There's a few weird Aberdeen Blackford's supporters a heart well. supporter as well, isn't he? In Blackford's. No, Blackford's Hibs. Oh, God, blind you. Neil Gray supports Aberdeen. Oh, my. Right. Uh, because there are more heart supporters there's obviously George Fuchs and Ian Murray and the famous Scottish heart supporters because they're both yeah, involved in the club somehow but I'm sure there's oh, wow. if you've got Drew on next week he'll be very well, we'll find still out. be feeling sorry about having been beaten by him yeah basically whichever team he supports he's not doing very well or not doing as well as Aberdeen um, okay listen we will uh, wind it up there um, I will say thank you to Kirsty Blackman for uh, taking on this challenge uh, thank you to Josie thank you to Clem uh, are you going to come back on sometime? Uh, we'll see if we can get Kemi Badnock. You guys are excellent because interviewers. You're yeah. much better at asking Badenoch. questions than your dad. How many, how many? That's the Kemi Badnock song. How many political interviews do you think you'll do today that involve talking about trumping? I don't think I'll do any more that involve talking about trumping, but I will be giggling about that all. Trumping's day. not even a good Scottish. There's lots of better words for it, but anyway. What do you mean Trump doing his Trump? Like yeah, exactly. All right, right. We will definitely uh, end this here before we get into a long list of words for that. Uh, thank you for listening in. I'm going to do a bit now. If you want to get in touch to discuss anything in today's podcast, including interesting names for trumping, you will get me at Political Yeti on Twitter, uh, politicalyeti at gmail.com on the email, on my website is james-miller.com. Uh, tune in next week for a oh, double podcast this week, actually. Uh, tune in to the UK and a Changing Europe podcast, which is out today, and tune in next week for another of Political Yeti's politics podcast. Thank you. <laughs>